I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. As we come to the end of the age of the Gentiles, we must come to an understanding about the fourth Gentile beast. Here is how Daniel described this fourth nation, this fourth beast. Daniel 7.7 Then, in my vision that night, I saw a fourth beast, terrifying, dreadful, and very strong. It devoured and crushed its victims with huge iron teeth and trampled their remains beneath its feet. It was different from any other beast, and it had ten horns. Many believe that once Rome fell, that the fourth nation ceased to exist. However, this is the furthest thing from the truth. Does this world still work under the calendar established by the Romans? The answer is yes, we do then the entire world is still technically within the Roman dynasty. They still reflect the behavior of the fourth beast. Take the colonization of the Americas, for example. Several cultures were totally destroyed, fitting the description of the fourth beast. Consequently, this verifies that the fourth beast, the fourth nation, is still active even at this time. The Great Compromise, otherwise known as the First Consul of Nicaea, was when Christianity left the steadfast doctrines of the Bible for the concession with the world, thus again matching the fourth beast. This is the given form in the actions displayed by the Catholic Church, which made it illegal to worship God unless it was done per what they governed, while those in power showed great greed and avarice, as shown By the great wealth they gathered unto themselves and did not follow the teachings found within the Bible which compared their actions to the Pharisees. Luke 16, 14-15 Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. They not only perverted the body of Christ, but they changed the Bible itself to fit their will and desires. If you questioned this church, which controlled all, you were excommunicated, kicked out, and exiled, so you could not corrupt that which was already corrupted. It took the fall of the Byzantine Empire to the Muslims that returned the truth to the Roman Catholic Empire, which caused Martin Luther to come into contact with the true gospel that had been stored in Constantinople. Through his studies of the true word of God, he came to post his 95 theses in 1517, thus starting the Great Reformation. For nearly the entire time, Christ has been gone from this temporal realm. Those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian have sought after that which is called an abomination in the sight of God. Most have done it 
in his name and his son's name, but in reality was totally against the teachings within the true word of God, and thus against God. However, it did reflect the true nature of the fourth beast, thus proclaiming the world that the Catholic Church, based in Rome, carried on what the pagan Roman Empire had started. For the next 1100 plus years, this remained unchallenged, but even after the Reformation, most of the errors established by the Catholic Church carried on into the new denominations. This was exemplified by the mentality that caused the creation of the Church of England, a church created out of the lustful desires of the ruler of England, Henry VIII. Time and again, throughout the centuries, peoples all through what became the known world were trampled underfoot of the fourth beast, most in the name of Christendom, but in reality was done through the action known as abomination to God himself. It is these actions that contributed to the great falling away predicted within the Bible. 1 Timothy 4, 1-5 Now, the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars, and their consciences are dead. They will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain foods. But God created those foods to be eaten with thanks by faithful people who know the truth. Since everything God created is good, we should not reject any of it but receive it with thanks. For we know it is made acceptable by the word of God and prayer. Matthew 24.10 and many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. Opening the door to the great turning away that is still now beginning to rear its head. 2 Thessalonians 2.3 Don't be fooled by what they say, for the day will not come until there is a great rebellion against God, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the one who brings destruction. Many that wish to deny the existence of God have used the actions of those acts performed by the beast of the fourth Gentile nation and not the actions of God, even though they proclaim to be doing so in the name of the Creator of all, yet the mere fact that these actions were done in a way to gain personal wealth and self-glory, again, totally opposite the teachings of the Bible. Those that deny God say that those that pursue after wealth and luxuries in the name of Christ are his followers. Yet, as was witnessed earlier, God considered their behavior an abomination. Yet they insist upon these lies, for they wish to live in their sins. They wish to be their own gods. They wish to accept that the blackness that they have been told is truly a nothingness, for this will allow them to perform acts so heinous that they can continue to do it only for their own adrenaline rush, a rush that dissipates quickly and leaves them once again to be in sorrow and displeasure in the world around them. Consequently, 
making many to repeat their sins to the point of increasing horrors in some cases. However, they revel in it, and because of this revelry, they gain swelled heads, believing themselves greater than others, especially those they victimize. However, this blackness is simply part of the descent into hell itself. Then there are those that believe they are of the faith, yet they live their lives like the Pharisees as referenced earlier. 1 John 2.15-16 Do not love this world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. They may profess to being quote-unquote Christian, but as long as they seek after the world, its riches, and all the things this world offers, they show themselves to not be followers of God, but a follower of He who rules this temporal plane. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. So, in fact, they follow the behaviors of the fourth beast. Understand this, though. There is nothing we can do to change any of this. All we can do is address our own salvation. All we can do is to look about us and see the fulfillment of prophecies given in the Bible. However, we still should seek to bring others to the light, yet most would rather reflect the beast. 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for the people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boasters and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. How many listens to this command? How many leave those buildings called quote-unquote churches that shelter and protect those that behave in the manner listed in this prophecy? Yes, many churches have had a great falling away as of late, but how many still cling to a belief that they are special when they still seek after worldly wealth, comfort, and luxuries. It is time to repent. It is time to return to the God of the universe and recommit ourselves to the one who died in our place upon the cross, the one who suffered for our sins, sins so great in many cases that being placed upon a cross after having our back scourged to the point that our ribs would be exposed wouldn't even be enough, yet Christ bore this for you anyway. If you believe in God, if you believe in Christ, end your sins. 
Repent and begin seeking after the true and eternal treasures. Seek after eternal life. Seek after eternal rewards which are not of this world. This is what those with earthly wealth are commanded to do. 1 Timothy 6, 17-19 Command those who are rich in the present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, store up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. Luke chapter 14, 25 through 33. A large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, If you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else, your father and mother, wife and child, brother and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. But don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money, and then everyone would laugh at you. They would say, there is a person who started that building and couldn't afford to finish it. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers marching against him? And if he can't, he will send a delegation to discuss terms of peace while the enemy is still far away. You cannot become a disciple without giving up everything you own. Mark 10, 17-30 as Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all of your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. And at this, the man's face fell away, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to the disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. This amazed them. But Jesus said again, Dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished. Then who in the world can be saved? they asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. Then Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you, he said. Yes, Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone that has given up house or 
brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake, for the good news, will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property, along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. How many right this moment cannot give up their wealth and are right now through their actions of clinging to their earthly wealth are turning their back upon Christ and walking away from their Savior, rejecting their salvation if they had asked for it. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus